0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to an episode of Dropkick Podcast. I am your host, Daniel, and today I have two special guests with me. We got a W veteran and also one half of the Pro and Bro Wrestling podcast, Darren Young, aka Fred Rosser. We also have a YouTuber and, of course, the Asian Shane McMahon, who is the other half of the Pro & Pro Wrestling Podcast, Arnold Aligarda. But at this time, please help me welcome the Pro & Bro, Fred and Arnold. How are you guys doing?
1: What's up, man? Doing great. How about you?
0: I'm doing great, man. Thank you for for coming on. You know, Arnold and Fred, like, it's always cool talking to you guys, you know, talking wrestling.
2: You know, Arnold's the OG when it comes to social media and being uh, not only a friend, but an incredible Mm -hmm. influencer. So he set this all up. And uh, I always say... I always say don't die with the story and you tell it, you know. And you mm-hmm. got to correct, I'm a veteran, so you've done your homework, obviously. <laughs> and I
0: have I have the last time. <laughs> but no, uh we're 2021 just kicking us off a month ago. How has everything been? Like how's it been treating you guys? Wanna go first, Fred?
2: No, Arnold, you're the OG.
1: Okay, man. Damn. I'm, I'm I'm hopeful, man. Last year was mm-hmm. sad crazy times for a lot of people oh, yeah. uh, but it's also been a great year for a lot of people as well like Fred you know his career's booming, and everything um, but for me personally uh 2021 you know it's it's a new chapter uh <laughs> and I'm just I'm here for it man uh like the new Justin Timberlake song says uh better days ahead right <laughs> <laughs> great song by the way I know what about you Fred
2: well, I mean, knock on wood, there's some wood around me. Uh, you know, 2020, I did a Off-Broadway musical earlier, January, February. I was embraced in that in New York right when the pandemic hit, you yeah. know, and eventually the musical got picked up by uh, Broadway On Demand. So uh, that's been a lot of fun watching that. It was like my first The Alley TV project where a WWE superstar veteran, Goes headfirst into this off-Broadway musical about marriage equality, and mm-hmm. uh, it was the best thing I ever done, man. Um, singing, dancing, and um, you know, I hit home run at the end of the day. So uh, mm-hmm. that was my uh, my my biggest moment of uh, twenty twenty, uh, along with being with New Japan Pro Wrestling, which was a bucket list of mine. Um, you know, I've had many honors in wrestling, but the biggest honor for 2020 is having match of the year for New Japan Strong. So Absolutely. um that's been uh that's been I'm still on Cloud Nine for getting that recognition. <laughs> so I think once everything gets a little bit better and uh mm-hmm. they will because we have to just keep speaking it into existence, uh eventually I can go out to Japan and perform. Mm-hmm.
0: No, 100%. Is that gig with Broadway still, you know, are you still going to, you know, pursue it in 2021?
2: Well, I mean, if it gets picked up for season two, I would love to do it again, have some kind Mm -hmm. of role in it. But I would do it again in a heartbeat. But I can't really worry about that. I got to worry about the New Japan Pro Wrestling stuff. So, you know, not being with... Yeah, not being with WWE, uh, you got to grind a little bit more, you know, you got to
1: make connections mm-hmm. with
2: yourself personally. Yeah. I was talking to Arnold, you know, uh, sometimes you can have people talk for you, but sometimes I have to like kind of be that influencer to say how serious I am about partnering with a bidet company. You know what I mean? If you know what a bidet yeah. company is, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it's something that like, um, We got to hustle on social media and we got to save the environment, you know, and that's that's my way of promoting like the environment. You know, you get yourself a bidet. You don't have to worry about people stealing tall people like Arnold.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely. But you talk about, you know, wrestling in Japan and everybody. But uh, is there someone you haven't faced yet that you'd like to face?
2: Uh, Well, I've been calling Kenny Omega out. I've been okay. calling him okay. out in a way where he's doing great things with AEW. He's mm-hmm. doing great things with um, Impact. But if he comes yeah. to New Japan Pro Wrestling, if he comes to New Japan Strong, I'm coming for him. So I made it crystal clear on my podcast, and I'm making it crystal clear with you, too. All
0: right. That would be great. You know, you're a stiff wrestler, but like you're really good at what you do. Same with Kenny Omega. Like I think both of these styles going head to head.
2: Well, well, you talked about um, New Japan. Uh, I was mm-hmm. talking about Kenny Omega, but with New Japan, uh, I'm constantly talking with Tanahashi on social media in the DM. Like mm-hmm. just as much as he's a fan of uh, me, I'm a fan mm-hmm. of him. So That's uh, great. Tanahashi uh abushi um just being in contact with these guys uh rooting for me to come out to japan means the world to me you know if i was close to you like i was to arnold i would show you the dms and all that stuff because nothing (laughs) nothing crazy but like that's the kind of (laughs) connection that arnold and i have you know no
0: 100 percent. i think it's great you know what i mean But um, speaking of promotions, recently, uh, last summer, actually, Wade Barrett joined uh, the commentator's booth at NXT, and he's killing it every Wednesday, of course. But will we see Darren Young return in 2021 to the WWE and follow in steps of Wade Barrett?
2: Yeah, well, most likely uh, WrestleMania in Tampa, again, with the crowd. uh, We're going to come back uh, the next is him being on commentary, and he's going to rise up from the table and uh we're gonna show up and we're gonna uh defeat retribution so uh um but you guys know that right now i shouldn't have dropped the news but oops but yeah it'll be fun
0: (laughs) oh shit i don't know man i don't know because i remember the last time you said that on our podcast and i remember like it like it picked up just like that so i don't know nexus retribution i'm with it i'm with it but Noah, taking a step into the past. What captivated you both about the, you know, professional wrestling and its art? Like what, you know, drew you there as fans?
1: Um, for me, man, I was watching it when I was like a little kid in Indonesia. They didn't know how to speak English at the time. We only oh, had man. Oh, no. Yeah.
2: I, I stole your line. Remember? I've been watching I've been watching wrestling since I came out of my mom's womb. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, but it's true, man. It's kind of basically true because um again, we only had like five channels. It's either the news, Simpsons, so I was like used to that. And then I saw Pro Wrestling on, and um, I always refer back to the story, but it's like, I think it was WCW Saturday night live uh, Saturday, uh, Saturday night. And um I think I saw Alex Wright do a Sunset Flip. I'm like, I'm like, wait, what is that? What am I seeing? Mm-hmm. It's not an action movie. They're doing it in real time. I feel like like I was like so blown away by the move I was like hooked on like on it that and I think I was like, that time and then I saw Shawn Michaels on the commentary and like you know um him mm-hmm. and I think it was my fandom my fandom for Shawn Michaels that made me start watching wrestling cuz he was so cool like mm-hmm. like him so um Ever since then, man, like I never grew out of it. Like, even like my family members, like when they haven't seen me in a really long time, they're like, Are you still into wrestling? I'm like, Yeah, actually. Oh, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm like good friends with a wrestler, and <laughs> we have a wrestling podcast. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: No, absolutely. I think things work out sometimes the way you don't expect it to. You know what I mean? Like, you never knew, like, you'd meet Fred at this, like, time and, like, how you guys would connect. Because you guys, like, sometimes you guys come off like family. Like, I don't know if someone's told you that, but, like, the connection that you guys have together, like, it's it's really genuine and it's really cool to see. But, no, what about you, Fred? How did you, you know, get drawn into wrestling? Uh,
2: Again, since I came out my mom's womb, November 2nd, I <laughs> Um, but I was uh, intrigued by the larger-than-life characters, Hulk Hogan, body slamming Andre the Giant. You know, I'm 37 years old, but you know, I'm in my 20s, jealous of my 30s. So you know, it was something that I've always wanted to do. Um, so you know, watching guys like, I'm not going to even name my fakes, I'm going to name guys like Mr. Perfect, Jake the Snake. Brad Armstrong, you know, they had me believe they, they had me hooked on the product and no, it, it it was something I wanted to do, you know, and with laser like focus, I pursued it.
0: No, no, absolutely. I think back then the characters were so much bigger than the in-ring action. Like, I was watching um, Savage matches back on the network and stuff. I was watching Ultimate Warrior and stuff. And there wasn't any crazy flips or anything. Like, we saw one dive outside the ring, and that was it. And it wasn't even, like, a toe It was just off the turnbuckle. But, you know, I think with today's generation, I feel like there's too much wrestling. You know? There's too much. We're spoiled with too much. Like now we have Impact, AEW, New Japan, Japan Strong, NWA. Do you feel as if that were too spoiled? Like how you, what's your take on that?
2: You know, for me personally, I think the more the better. Uh, there's mm-hmm. more opportunity for, uh, you know, you to like your favorites and not like mm-hmm. your favorites. Um, you know, I, I I never want fans to get, uh, you know, no torn between a brand, you know, watch it all for me being in the business. I like to stay in my lane. It's just new Japan, new Japan. Like sometimes Arnold will give me the four one one on what's going on with WWE or impact. And I'll see the headlines on social media. That's how I find out what's going on, but I don't really watch a full show. Uh, Mm -hmm. If it's in front of me, I'll watch it. You know, if Arnold has it on, I'm going to watch it. I'm not going to, you know, uh, crap on it but I just try to stay in my own lane just like Kenny Omega should stay in his own lane I'm gonna stay in my own lane with New Japan Strong
1: and I also no, absolutely. think that wrestling represents how society is you know back in the day uh mm-hmm. like in the 80s it was all about comic books real um you know like huge characters and that's how and that's what the World Wrestling Federation was back in the late 90s it was all about Jerry Springer South Park um you know mm-hmm. that's how of course we got the Attitude Era. Now the modern days, you know, we have so many choices with Hulu, Netflix, like Peacock. Like we just, we're spoiled. It's one. <laughs> so wrestling is adapting to that as well. So I feel like whatever happening with, whatever is happening with wrestling is whatever happening in society.
0: No, that's actually a great like way to look. I, I've never looked at it that way. So that's a great perspective. And like, I totally agree, like, you know, absolutely. But um, has there ever been a time that you guys fell out of wrestling? Because I know as fans, we go through that sometimes. We're like, you know, I can't can't watch it
1: weekly, but sometimes we just, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, For me, it didn't last. I mean, it's not like I didn't fell out of it, but it was Mm -hmm. was the product. I'm not really loving the product as much as I used to, but I would have Mm -hmm. this would be early 2000, um, which is kind of weird because that's when all the heavy hitters, John Cena, Randy Orton, Batista, yes. was happening. But, you know, coming from the Attitude era, like, all my favorites were gone. Like, The Rock left, Austin left. And now, like, we're being introduced to all these new wrestlers that new fans are automatically in love with. But at the time, um, old fans like myself were like, well, where are my guys, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so absolutely. I fell out of it. I still watched it weekly but i was just like uh it took me a while to be fully invested in the wrestlers at the time no i agree absolutely what about you fred
2: never ne- never never Damn. never fell out of it i did the backyard wrestling uh 10th grade 11th grade i i've got footage that i want to throw back i'm going to eventually throw back i'm going to splice it together with some backyard wrestling And then have it fade into like current stuff, and then back to the backyard wrestling. Like you know, I'm sure you know the Hardys have stuff like that. But yeah, I was uh, like I said earlier, laser-like focus, something I wanted to do. So Mm -hmm. um, I, I uh, I never, I never fell out of it. Never fell out of it. Mm -hmm. That's great, man. I think having the connection so strong with something you love, like you're gonna make
0: it at some point. You know what I mean? Doesn't matter like how long it takes but at some point you're gonna
2: reach that finish trying to be like yo i made it so you know no, I don't, we're not uh, uh we're not wired uh what, what was that arnold
1: i was just gonna say I, I i told fred this before but i don't have a lot of regrets as a kid but my biggest regret is not having fred as a friend <laughs> for like 10 11 years old
2: because arnold don't start don't start
1: <laughs> man we have don't so start. much on, man i don't know if you know but we're both like only only child um you know all we're we basically have like the same personality all the things that annoy us um are happy mm-hmm. that and um i i didn't really have too many friends that like watch wrestling as much as i did growing up so man if like me and fred knew each other um mm. when we were like 10 oh my god like you'd think our friendship is like at a great level
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey man
0: that's just the beast of me, right I know, man. It's, it's great to see, you know, how you guys, like, work together, like, on your podcasting Because you have great chemistry. Like I said, you guys are, like, family. Like, that's what it seems like. You know what I mean? But talk to me about how the pro met the bro. Like, how did that come together? Because I hear different stories all the time. Like, I never asked Fred this, but I asked Arnold I think, when we had him on, like, back in last May, I believe.
2: Oh, how Arnold and I met? Both stories <laughs> will be identical because, uh, you know, we might... Tell it differently, but they're identical. Uh Uh me, you know, moving to LA, I'm a private person. And uh, you know, one day uh I was outside and uh all I heard was, oh my god, no way. Like oh my god, like Darren Young. I said, Hey man, how you doing? And then I'm a private person. I said Man, now this fan knows where I live now and like, oh my god, and nice, he's walking yeah. his he's walking his dog Junior and then um you know, fast forward to um us doing what we're doing, you know? Uh he got a picture with me and uh I, I he said that, "Oh, my my wife Hart lives, you know, uh not not too far from me." And mm-hmm. uh you know, I have a thing for Asians. So uh that that kind of broke my spirits, you know, because I said, like, oh man, you know, handsome Asian, you know, and then <laughs> this is literally my bro. I don't even, ever, ever look at him like that again. There's two mm-hmm. people I don't look at my best friend Trouble in Yonkers, New York, and Arnold. I I, I never look at that. I, I never yeah, look sure. at them like that anymore. But you know, uh, I think we looked each other up or something and uh, he's a social media influencer and he's, uh, uh, he's a fan of the business where he's not disrespectful. You know, that's, that's one thing where you can, um, you know, especially when I'm in the business, uh, mm-hmm. Arnold has always been respectful of the business. He has his opinion. I have my opinion, but, um, for me doing this podcast with him, it's, uh, therapeutic for me because if mm-hmm. I were to. If I would have worried so much about the numbers, I would have stopped a long time ago. I do this because it's like therapy, and you know I compare our relationship to uh, uh Bruce Pritchard, who had his podcast and uh I think Arnold could tell the story better but our the stories are parallel. I think by me doing the podcast, you know, maybe the opportunity with New Japan came up from that, you know, or anything, you know, anything. Just yeah. me, just getting get my voice out there and having fun, you know. Because at the end, at the end of the day, this is therapy for me. This is fun. This is practice for me. Talking, you know, being able to be a better storyteller. We can all all get better, you know. But when I'm vibing with Arnold and just putting it out there to the world, uh, it's therapeutic. No, absolutely, I agree but like it's it's sorry to cut
1: you off what no i was gonna say like it's pretty cool like uh fred told it really well but like from my side like like a kid at a candy store you know because like like a fan like it just so happens dog i rarely walk my dog at the time and it felt like someone like copied and pasted darren young like to the street <laughs> <laughs> it's like because you know like i'm not putting him over because you know I, I told him like many times before like how you how you looks like in real life like he stands out he's like he's not like a normal like everyday like citizen that just like walks by like he's like yeah like Darren Young and and, like it was so cool because yes like we had like wrestling in common and all that but uh, the first time we hung out we like really connected and like really yeah level and we were into like things like with music and like R&B and like how we how we see life and how we yeah Beat other people, so, mm-hmm.
0: uh,
1: so and you know, uh, we we would talk wrestling, like we, we would hang out and we would talk wrestling at this one. And this one time we were at a, um Fred's like favorite spot, like house, and we were there from like man like nine a.m. maybe or like maybe noon, and then we left at eight p.m. And the whole time we were just like talking wrestling, yeah. like we were talking psychology, we we're talking like stuff from New York back in the day, and we're like, let's just. Press record, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> for us, you know. So, you know,
2: like, I, agree. you know, like, you know, for example, uh, Arnold's always respectful about the business. He has his way of thinking. I have my way of thinking. Uh, me and my uh, business partner with Headquarters Clothing, uh, Pedro, the owner, uh, I can publicly say this because it just drives me crazy. We always butt heads because, you know, he's, he's mm-hmm. very close to me. Uh, Arnold's a little bit closer, but he's close to me. But he'll always say, oh, uh, have you watched WWE? Oh, no, I haven't watched it. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. I don't like it, you know? I mean, <laughs> ha- have your opinion. My The first wrestler I've ever met was Luis Ficoli. So if you look back in, like, if you know who he is, do you know who he is? Uh, no. But well, Louis Piccoli was an opening match type of guy, you know. Oh, he wasn't a main eventer, but he was the first wrestler I ever met, so I was mesmerized. So I don't care yeah. if you're—I don't care if you're the Rock, or I don't care if you're uh Mikey Whipwreck, you know. <laughs> I still treat you with respect. But it's so don't funny, huh? Right? The comparison's funny, man. <laughs> I, hey, you got to think on the fly, man. You got to think on the fly.
0: Mr. No days off, absolutely. But no,
2: um this is a question for Arnold. Like I know Fred
0: calls you uh the Asian Shamic McMahon. and like if you can wrestle Fred in one match, what stipulation would you think? Just, oh just out of curiosity.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good one, man. Um Iron Man match with one hand tied behind his back.
2: <laughs> that's smart, that's smart. I like that. <laughs> you know, uh Nineteen uh 19 years for me wrestling in September uh first starting off I would have been like no that's impossible that's possible that's no anything's
0: possible in the wrestling world we're
2: making we're making movies we're telling stories we're just having you on the edge of your seat you know so uh we could definitely make it work no absolutely but no I
0: did want to ask you know you guys starting a Podcasts, and you guys had the you know names such as like Chris Van Lee, Tyson Kidd, PJ Black, but like the list goes on and on. Like I remember the first interview I watched of you know you guys conducting was the David Benoit one, and I liked how you guys just set that up, and it felt like a conversation. It didn't really feel like an interview. If that makes sense, but like out of all the names that I just mentioned, and like you know
1: the ones that you guys have, um, which interview was your favorite to do? Oh, i have one already in the back of my head um right. to be yeah. the god the god because yeah. <laughs> he was man it was just like talking to your uncle haven't seen him in a yeah. long time he was all smiles throughout the whole thing and mm-hmm. what was cool about his uh podcast interview it was the fact that he was asking us questions like, it's like <laughs> what, what? Do you think there's a chance that the WWE would put the nation? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, like legit conversation. That like, was <laughs> really cool. That was my favorite.
0: No, absolutely. What about you? Fred?
2: Well, all of them are my favorites. And uh, like when Arnold and I started doing this, we we didn't talk about having guests. We just talked about talking about wrestling, and <laughs> then uh, usually. Well, always, any guest that we've had on is kind of near and dear to my heart, and I have some kind of story. It's not any kind of fish out of water uh, with any guest. You know, I have I have some kind of connection. And if we have a guest, we have a guest. If we don't, uh, we're, we're at the point, and I'm saying it with my chest out, that, you know, we can cover an hour of wrestling. Before, I would always be nervous. Uh, oh, man, we're not going to have enough to talk about. But Just in real life, you know, we can go on hours, hours, you know, Uh, Mm -hmm. after we're done filming our podcast, uh, we can keep going, but I got to eat because, you know, (laughs) I do the intimate fasting. So my first meal uh, with a podcast is like eight, you know, (laughs) so I'm starving. So I don't get antsy like Arnold, but I have to like, you know, eat. We we can go on and on. So
1: when you know.
2: No,
0: Absolutely. No, but um, if you could interview anybody on the former wrestling podcast, who would it be?
2: Oh, say that again. I'm sorry. I just, I just dazed out.
0: No, if you could interview anybody on your guys' podcast, like who would it be?
2: A new guest? Yeah. Uh, you know, like that's a tough question because it just like whatever <laughs> comes, whatever comes mm-hmm. to me, you know, like, um, uh-huh. uh, I wanted to interview this one girl after we're done here, but she's going to be, she's going to be quitting. Uh, She's going to be quitting. Like she's going to be leaving. So I rather, so I just thought of this idea of doing like a HBO type setting where the wrestling ring is in the background and they're actually doing their practice matches, but doing our podcast, you know, so we can get kind of the insight and who knows it's a first for us. And I don't think it's ever been done um we'll see who has we'll see who follows that you know
0: absolutely what about you arnold who's, who's your uh dream
1: guest well i don't know how the conversation would go but like i i would have to say Shawn michaels of course oh absolutely yeah My mm-hmm. husband, i had a person during a meeting and um uh, mm-hmm. that was just like bucket list for me because it was like man who do i want to like meet in life Bruno Mars, Michael Jackson. <laughs> you know, I met two of them. I can't meet. Obviously, I can't meet Michael Jackson anymore. So that was definitely good enough for me. But that'd be really awesome if we, you know, if we talk to Shawn Michaels because I, I have so many like information that I know about him. Like even like little min- miniscule ones, you know, because I've been a fan for such a long. <laughs> you know the guy, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But where do you rank him in your top ten,
2: though? Pretty,
1: yeah. Oh, dude, one, one,
2: okay. <laughs> I agree, you know, I agree. You know, it's funny, like I never um uh I don't know if I've ever said this before. Uh I probably I probably told Arnold, but you know, I was at a show in Jersey ninety four nineteen ninety-four. <laughs> um Shawn Michaels uh had walked past me like in the crowd and he had this like that he had this smell about him. It, It smelled, like, really good, you know? So Mm -hmm. years later, just, like, wrestling and just in general, uh, I always spray a lot of cologne on uh, before (laughs) my matches. Uh, Unusual amount of cologne, you know? Because Mm -hmm. every time I walk out the curtain or if I'm getting beat up, I can hear a fan or two or whoever say, oh, he smells good. So... (laughs) Me like seeing Shawn Michaels and having after his match and walking by and just Mm -hmm. getting like the smell of man he smells good after a match you know Uh, Mm -hmm. that's always been in my head and uh, I got sent home twice as a kid for spraying my dad's cologne and my my mom was not happy you know my mom was not she had to leave work and pick me up so. I always love scents, so that's something I do before matches, like, not really sprays, but if I do ever spray, I'll spray, or some oil, man, and I always get, I always can hear the fans.
0: I know, absolutely, but I did, I did want to talk about uh, the Royal Rumble, like, who are your guys' predictions, though, because that's what, this Sunday, I believe, so yep. I'm going to let Arnold go first, and we'll go with Brian.
1: You know, um, rumors has it that they're really building up to Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns for Mania,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: think Daniel Bryan's gonna win the Royal Rumble because we never had that Daniel Bryan Royal Rumble moment, you know? That's true, that's true. The Rumble, um, I remember fans were pissed when he got eliminated um, after um, Yeselmania, WrestleMania 31, he got eliminated. Uh, people were pissed about that. Mm-hmm. And I feel like people are not tired of Daniel Bryan, you know? Like, they're, they haven't had enough of him, and they've just been, um, I feel like WWE is doing their best to preserve him for big moments like this
0: mm-hmm.
1: the fans aren't sick of it anymore so i eat yeah. daniel Bryan, man what are you Fred? uh i
2: i think arnold asked me this i think i just say keith lee like i i don't see what's going on but i just say uh if i was the black vincent man i would say keith lee
0: mm-hmm. no i think keith lee and daniel Bryan, great picks and i think jay white's like rumored to be there in something like you know who else who
1: who else wait cut out who marty scroll oh
0: marty scroll's supposed to be there no way damn i don't know i don't know how that would play out but like you know anything's possible in the wwe well i, di-
2: well, I just seen him recently so huh but we'll <laughs> say. we'll say no, we'll say no, i i i literally just saw him recently um That's so scary. damn Hmm, well, we'll see. that be great. No,
0: but I think uh, Tessa is also rumored something. And, like, she's been, like, denying interviews from, like, everybody. You know, she's trying to say hello, but I don't know again.
1: Yeah. Mm. And Renee's coming back just for, like, a one time appearance for um, backstage again with WWE on Fox. Yeah, yeah. That? Saw
2: that. Renee? Oh, she's coming back and she's pregnant, isn't she?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's coming back. Uh, I don't know if it's, like, long term, but. It might be just a one-off for backstage. Wow,
0: I think that's, it's cool. A that's, that's cool. That's uh, cool. Absolutely. Yeah. But I think you know, with the product right now, like things are finally shape up and stuff. Like I think you know, uh, NXT's killing it with like Finn Balor and the distributed Era. But like Fred, I didn't want to ask. With all the talent in NXT right now, did you like have a specific name you wanted to work with, or like some? guy on the main roster like who are you like laser focused on you'd be like that's the guy i want to work with if i ever came back
2: oh if i ever came back yeah that's a great question um (laughs) uh, well you know you know i just can't go uh just being a guy that that does five minute matches you know uh Mm -hmm. you have to just know your worth you know know yourself and know your worth so you know my mindset is totally new japan pro wrestling so uh for me to go back there i would have to get in the ring with guys like finn balor uh velvet dream uh jake atlas you know um really at this point in my career i want to be able to have elevate talent but uh i'm gonna make sure i get my stuff in and uh i'm doing just that with new japan No, absolutely. I agree. But I
0: did want to ask one final question. What are some of your future goals for both of you and what do you hope to accomplish by the end of
1: 2021? (laughs) Want to go first, Fred?
2: No, you're the OJ.
1: Uh, (laughs) um, You know, I've always never been like a goal-oriented person. I've I've always been day by day. Some people might find that, you know, negative. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, I'm an easygoing guy. I work hard every day, but I've never like people on like set specific goals. But uh this year uh I'm really excited for like a project that I'm launching, hopefully uh next week. Uh oh, no yeah, something that I've been like working on. So it's it's definitely a passion project that i wanted to do for a year now, like, especially how, how 2020 was, I really wanted to do it. Um mm-hmm. uh, it's it's happening man so hopefully i can make that announcement
0: no man congratulations i hope you know everything goes
2: well and like let me know i'll promote it and stuff (laughs) no absolutely what about you fred for me you know 2021 i just want to be able to travel to japan you know you know my (laughs) mindset i'm like wired a little bit differently you know i can kind of toot my own horn that i out of us, you know, I'm the one that is laser-like focused on still performing in the ring. Uh, yeah, I just want to be able to travel out to uh, Japan, you know. So eventually, when they able to uh, renew uh, the entertainment visas, you know, then I can go out there. So that's just my goal, and just keep grinding on my social media. I would say my social media is an open diary to the world, and anything I ever post. It always comes from the heart with the intent to inspire motivate and uh educate the masses you know so just like with the day just like with the bidet company if i can uh you know influence the masses to you know help the environment get a bidet then so be it so you know social media is a second job so i want to keep grinding on that keep grinding with the wrestling and uh, keep moving forward. Like I said earlier, I'm making my 20s jealous of my 30s. So I got to keep grinding <laughs> away. I, I can't play forever. You know, I got about 12 more years left of wrestling and then I'm uh, retiring. Absolutely, man.
0: you done it like you killed in the wrestling business. You know what I mean? You wrestled the likes of like so many. And, you know, I hope you kill it in Japan. And, and I hope things go well with you in Tampa once, you know, WrestleMania comes here and whatnot. But, no, thank you guys so much for doing this. But where can we find Arnold and Fred on social media?
1: Uh, you can find us at Pro and Bro Wrestling on Instagram and on YouTube. And uh, at Atelegarda A- for my Instagram and my name on YouTube.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, Arnold and I are the roughest, toughest, most entertaining tag team podcast duo. So he just gave us a 411 on our podcast. For me, my Twitter, Instagram, at Real Fred Rosser. My government name, not damn Young, at Real Fred Rosser. Uh, follow my Block the Hate movement, hashtag Block the Hate. That's running wild, maybe in a city near you. So uh, thank you for having me, buddy.
0: No, man, absolutely. I just want to thank you guys, you know, taking the time and doing this. But uh, everyone, go check the Pro and Bro Wrestling Podcast. Link will be in the description. But as of right now, take it easy.
1: Appreciate it.